0: You're doing. I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Either you are, or I'll be skipping rope with your entries. Tata.
1: This podcast is brought to you by our patrons at Patreon.com/slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio, games, lore, stories, community. What? Just press play. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the amazing universe of the Elder Scrolls. Adventurers! Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. As usual, I've got Lotus of Doom right here next to me. Hello. And, uh, Lotus, we've been going through the lands and locations of Tamriel. We and sure have. We've uh, almost actually
0: literally come full circle to where we started. Nearly. We've been trying to make a full circle. I mean, it's a little wiggly. Yeah, Pennypon, but you know the outline of Tamriel right
1: but like Tamriel is basically even even the the locations even the places are like a wheel with spokes like if you think about it Cyrodiil's in the middle and all the other locations are around the edges. Yeah, all right. So all right yeah, I'm down. You got that we started with Morrowind and we've worked our way all the way around clockwise through the continent and now we're up to Skyrim Yes, it's mm. a really
0: unknown region. Um, <laughs>
1: Nobody's ever been there. No, there's it's all rumor. There, there was and a myth. very
0: un, un uh, unknown game that came out briefly in 2011. I think like one or two people played it. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it, you might have heard of it. I, I don't know. It's 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 got a pretty abstract
1: title. <laughs> <It's> pretty abstract <laughs> title. Yeah. No, we're going to Skyrim. Like this They're is going to Skyrim. This is okay. So there's. we're gonna have some fun with this episode Skyrim is the most well known location I mean we've got objectively the most popular most popular (laughs) we've got Cyrodiil in Oblivion we have Morrowind in Morrowind there are locations that we spend other time in in any of the, the other mainline games and the more modern ones that really fleshed out locations in more detail Skyrim sure being the last of the mainline games and the most popular
0: one is probably the one most people are familiar with so well you never hear people asking when is Oblivion 2 or when is Morrowind 2. (laughs) Uh, uh, People who are not super invested in the series don't ask for when is Elder Scrolls 6, they ask for when is Skyrim 2, which is hyper cringe, but at the same time it's like, Okay, yeah, you didn't notice that the, the Skyrim is the subtitle, not
1: the actual game. Right. And as a content creator, you actually have to play into this a little bit because if you if you search something like Google Trends for Skyrim and then compare it to how many people search Elder Scrolls, it's like yeah. 10 times more people than search Elder yeah. Scrolls. But it'll also say things like similar like common commonly searched terms. Right. Skyrim 2. Skyrim 2. Yeah. In fact, I I did a video a while ago on my my YouTube channel where in the text of the video, I mentioned Skyrim 2 and not in a like calling it that way, but just putting the text in there so that it show up for search. Yeah. Yeah. So it was in like the search. Yeah. And somebody called me out on it. Uh, you know, they're like, well, clearly you don't know anything. Skyrim 2. What WTF? like I'm the idiot who thinks it's going to be called Skyrim 2. and it's yes. like you have no freaking clue dude
0: this is yeah. I'm I'm pandering to the people who don't know better I, it's not that Look, I don't know better he is a YouTube commenter or she is a YouTube commenter <laughs> so clearly they know best clearly they
1: knew best because everybody who comments on everything on YouTube is clearly smarter than the person making the videos um, yes which is sometimes true but not always uh, so anyway enough of enough of the complaining here about that stuff we are going to make our way through Skyrim we're going to talk about all the holds all the different uh main cities and locations there are i mean i've looked at the list lotus i pulled up the list of all the named locations throughout skyrim all right there's we would
0: be here for like five hours yeah Yeah, this is a region that is very very fleshed out (laughs) yes yes. throughout the series there's we've we've been there a lot um we've seen a lot there's not even through the changing landscapes of the different eras. Uh, we really know a lot about Skyrim as a region, so yeah, it, yeah, there there's a lot to this
1: section. Right. So here's what I'm going to do. Let's start with the holds. I'm going to name a hold, and then you give me your first initial reaction, like your yeah, one right. word, one or two word response to that hold, and then we'll talk oh about a little bit of the details. Okay. We're pulling the details as usual from the UESP. It's a wonderful source for all the information that you would want. So if you want to deep dive a wiki for in relevant information go look for that uh but here we go let's start ready the right, hold this. of east march cold <laughs> cold are you gonna say cold for all of them because no, it is freaking this skyrim
0: specifically cold because east march all right so the reason i say cold for east march is when you're in east march you are like that is the region where when you think of like kind of just like the generic winter area it's east march winter like, but not like, like frozen tundra not necessarily um right and and it's also been in more than one game like That's true. so we'll also have that which is east march in eso which is what i'm kind of referring to mm-hmm. is not the well we'll get to the rift part later but the, not the yeah. temperate area not some of the other zones around Skyrim. So this one just, it it's just, it's definitely gives off the winter vibe more so, I find, than some of the others. I mean, they yeah. all do have their winter vibe. But it's got like a Christmas town really quality has- to it. Like, Christmas town, snow, and pine yeah. trees. And-, and I mean, you've got like, um, uh, you know, windhelm and stuff like that. It's It's very... That's your snowy capital, I guess would <laughs> that's be the your best snowy, way I would know. That's it. your
1: snowy capital. Yes, that makes sense. So, here, we'll, we'll get into the details a little bit here. Uh, th- this is one of, of course, one of the holds, but this is one of the four known old holds that were known as, as the old holds, like that go way, way back. And it is on the eastern side of the of skyrim basically this butts up to uh to the right to the morwind section in that part yeah. like those mountains over there and um in eso it actually extends a little bit more northward than it does in skyrim the borders are slightly different and this is one of those things that eso takes a location they change it up a little bit but it makes sense because it's hundreds of years before the events of of the elder Scrolls skyrim so Things were a little bit different. Different locations are named, and we're going to go into a little bit of this uh, as we move on, especially when we get to places like the Reach. Um, so there's there's this this location. Uh, it it goes right up against the Velothi Mountains.
0: Windhelm is over here. So yep. how do you feel about Windhelm? Um, I mean it's a pretty interesting staple of a a city. Um, just in general, like with you're looking at the looking at the whole map area. The one thing. But I guess um, let me see how can how can I put this best? Um, Winterhold, the one thing that really, really well, wind, I, Windhelm, not
1: Winterhold. I'm sorry, win, right. Windhelm.
0: Sorry, yeah. Windhelm. Windhelm, just like the I don't know the 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 region itself is very memorable. The city is unique. It's got the uh, you know that's where a decent amount of main story stuff happens uh it's got that very unique bridge that goes to it which i think is a cool aesthetic the thing about it that is very strange though because um the maps in the series are um suspect based on the they're not all consistent they're not yeah and this one was one of the first ones that kind of broke my brain when eso dropped because it is radically different than that of the game Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Yes. In the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim, if you go behind the city itself, it kind of is the snowy plains and you can get to this giant statue of Azura. Right. Yeah. Up on the way to Winterhold as you right. continue north. Yeah. Yes. In ESO, and it's
1: almost it's mostly north. It is north northwest. North.
0: Right. 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 In ESO, it's basically the city wall and then <laughs> an impassable mountain. And that's pretty much it. It's just the end of the map. Yeah. at that region right and I just remember being like kind of very confused because I love that giant statue so like I tried to go back and I was like oh it's that's different in this one it's we not there.
1: you can't go that way yeah
0: yeah and yeah. so that always uh kind of sticks out to me as obviously some type of you know you want to keep it in lore there's some type of weird geometric shift or something like that or it could have been because they were both, you know, being designed at the same time and uh, the maps don't entirely sync up from game to game.
1: Yeah, um, Winterhold seemingly is more, more west in eso's map than I mean, it is it seems to
0: be it seems right. to be
1: it seems like it must but it isn't actually in the map yet because they haven't actually built out that part of of eso um, right but if they were to it it would appear that it would have to go westward rather than northward uh which is a little bit weird the coastline's different somehow uh but you know video games yeah you gotta There, everything's not <laughs> sure. gonna be identical and, and, or perfect. you know
0: there's a big time period you can come up with some headcanon for it to right. explain it, if it makes you feel better. Maybe that whole part of the continent is all just like floating. Tectonic plates just shifting all wacky like yeah, or the
1: mountain. glaciers, <laughs> like it's all actually on glacier and so it slides over over time, maybe. You <laughs> come up with some reason. Now, this area is interesting for a few other reasons. Uh, according to ancient legend, there are hot springs over here and the hot springs were created when the hero Wounding fought a mighty Daedra and defeated it with a flaming hammer that the hammer's blows <laughs> melted the Daedra, leaving behind the numerous hot springs. I have a feeling that's 100% true. <laughs> yeah, no, not, no exaggerations. That's true. That's clearly what happened. Yep. And then there's some other locations over here, and uh, but we won't go into the details on that stuff. Next up, because we got to get through this. This could be a really long that, yeah, episode. Yeah, we'll
0: try to condense this. We're so going so to try to condense it. For- right. All right. So what do you think of The Pale? Uh, all right, the pale would be the region with like Gaunt Star, am I correct? The pale, here, I'll read a little bit to kind of refresh your I'm mind. I'm going to this from memory because yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. city's matched with the uh, holds they're in. I want to make mm-hmm. sure that I got it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like yeah. Donstar Don is the northern part yeah, of the Yeah. To pale. anybody wondering why I'm looking to the side if you're watching the video? I have a map next to me. He's, he's pulling <laughs> up the map. I'm not so, just thinking against a wall. Right. Um. So
1: the pale or pale hold is named for both its pallid tundra and the pigmentation of its nord inhabitants <laughs> because nords are pale. I also Perfect. feel like that this would be a great name for like a very uh northern based horror film
0: okay like based out in All the right. snow you know yeah. like
1: a snow monster shows up and like hunts down yeah people so this is what i was thinking
0: this region like i can tell you right now the, one of the ones that i always uh, found about this just by the way the map lays out and these long stretches of like tundra that you go through mm-hmm. the pale is like lonely same thing yeah. with Dawnstar; it's not it's not overly inhabited like some of the other holds and stuff like that it's a lot of stretches of like cold wasteland almost um so i i would we're going with a with a word or two to describe something i would think lonely for the pale yeah, lonely. That I guess that makes sense. Dawnstar is even a little town.
1: It's a, it's a whole. It it's it's but by it's, comparison, it's much smaller. Right. It is. It is. I mean, it's a major. It's a, c- it's a city, I guess. But right. it's it's it much also, smaller. It,
0: I was going to say it also has a highly suspect. Uh, Elder Scrolls travel game based on Donstar, yeah,
1: highly true. suspect. That's true. That's true. Um, so there are some waterways around here. It's it's kind of this middle area that's just between a number of the other zones up on the yep. northern side of the map, and um, Donstar is the the main city location over here. Yep. All right, what about Winterhold? Let's move a little bit to the east. We're at the top right side of
0: School. the map.
1: School. <laughs>
0: School. That's what you think of. So <laughs> I do. It's the, the college. college is the most 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 prevalent thing from the region uh as well as the town around it but you kind of think of like the whole magic college uh you know the arcane all that stuff that's that's I would think the big go-to I mean it is uh, where I made mention of it being cold and snowy earlier this place is like Uh, death trap (laughs) Uh where it seems like you know it's it's literally collapsing and stuff like that but at the same time it's uh the the college is really the the main focal point i think of this hold
1: yeah i agree i agree this is like this is the tundra most tundra-like section on the map everything's white and icy and you have the city up there of winterhold is not much of a city it's like four buildings or something. Yeah. It's like it's, it's maybe a six. really
0: dilapidated place. It is,
1: a yeah. And they even talk about it when you go up there. People are like, yeah, we've come on hard times. They talk about why nobody lives there anymore. Um, right. But the college is up there. And the, and the weird structure that the college is on that somehow hasn't toppled over yet. <laughs> give it time, <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like it's being held up by magic. Um, so yeah, that's all on that side of the map. Then we have here, let's move a little bit back to the west again. Let's go to Hyalmerch, <sighs> <laughs> poor, swampy. I don't <laughs> switch, poor and swampy. Yeah, poor so and swampy. We continue west of the pale and we end up at Hyalmerch before we get to Solitude. This is this has got to be the swampiest part of the map
0: yeah it's it's and not swampy as in like black marsh swampy like there are swamps and moors and bogs floating around but you've also got that very unpleasant like trudging through the woods in late fall or late you know autumn if you have that season or early winter where it's just like yeah things aren't frozen but everything is just miserable and wet it's just wet and cold but, but yeah, not quite frozen and cold and yeah. damp and yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. that's what that i would
1: say that's Yalmarch in a nutshell yeah so uh the only main settlement here is Morthal. Which, as Rob the yeah. says, in chat, yes, yeah, spooky Brinches. ass, lots mortal. of ghosts, lots of ghosts. Yeah, this area ghosts is kind the of woods. the most haunted kind of feeling region too. Like if you were to film, yeah, uh, you know, like like a, a found footage horror film, it would be. In, <laughs> You're gonna go to Hellmarch, yeah, it, yeah. It would be in like the woods and the swamps of Hellmarch. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. So also, labyrinthian is over here, which is a very
0: yes. fancy location also kind of i guess keeping in line with uh labyrinthians kind of freaky in and of itself so continuing on rob's kind of point of the the unsettling ghosty bit like it's it's got an unsettling vibe and and labyrinthian yeah this is an ancient nordic ruin
1: which contains lots of uh secrety magic-y stuff that you you do in the playing through of some of the quest lines like the the college, which we mentioned. Um, Spooky zone. All right. So how about the next one? Hoffinger. Uh, Hoffinger hold. is, that includes solitude, right? So Hoffinger is a relatively small mountainous coastal hold in northwestern Skyrim. Its capital is the famed
0: city of solitude. Yes. Uh, All right. So in terms of that, I think uh, extravagant because... I find Solitude completely over the top compared with the Blue Palace and everything like that. Yeah, that feels like an imperial capital type of thing, which is ironic because that's kind of where they're set up shop in uh, the fourth era. Well, Um, it makes sense
1: because these other regions are kind of falling into ruin and obviously smaller cities. Solitude is one of the only locations that although it's still not huge by like any modern sense of a city. It actually, you walk through it and I mean, there's maybe two dozen buildings, which for the scale of games like Skyrim, it's pretty significant, right? It's, I mean, it's a, it's a very fleshed out place. So it also makes sense that a place like this would have having the money of the empire behind it would be more fleshed out and built up and less rural looking, even if it's a city, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. So that that's Hoffinger. It's the top left side of the map, the northwest and um, below Hoff, Hoffinger is the Reach. And the Reach is a really interesting zone because of the history of the Reachmen and all of that stuff. We did an episode on that. Go back and listen to it if you want.
0: Right. Uh, how do you and feel about the Reach? The, I actually really like the Reach. Um, the Reach is I don't know temperate forest galore here and that the main thing that i I like about the reach which i don't know how to condense this into a word other than just saying markarth with like an exclamation point is that city is so unique whether you love it or hate it um yeah yeah so Markarth
1: really unique the main city
0: here um now, we'll, actually, yeah. Rob gave me three words to work with, which I would like to actually go with: banjos strumming furiously, boom. All right, I am on board with For that. The, the Reach people the, people, the Reach people, are the equivalent of like, like
1: I don't know, rednecks out in the Bayou or something. Like what is I, I, going on I,
0: here? I just feel like yeah, it's very yeah, very witchcrafty, uh, as Outlander Frog mentions. Um, yeah, Markarth is also one of my favorite cities as well. Now, uh, what is it about the city? Obviously, it's very so. Unique it's boat. very unique. And I love the way that the waterfalls and Dwemer ruins are built into the city itself. Mm-hmm. It gives it such a unique feel compared to even some of the other ones. Um, yeah. It's like the Nords it's just kind of moved into an already existing location thing and then yeah. just modified it to make it theirs. I right. really like that. It's very, very striking um, visually type of thing. And it, because it's more of like, as a city it almost comes across as more of a fortress yes because of how yeah. it's built yeah so you get very much like the outside elements kind of slamming up against this like wall that has bi- been built into the literal structure of the mountain uh so it's very very unique looking compared to some of the other cities and i i'm a huge fan of it i think it's really cool yeah it, navigation it is a cool place. can be problematic for people well, especially in eso well. it
1: feels even more windy for y- some yes. reason in in ESO, so these regions the regions in in the reach side of the map solitude all the way down to the reach also exist in eso because they were part of the uh the um what was it called the gray what's the name i lose words too easily graymore the graymore chapter <laughs> yes uh included western skyrim which includes correct
0: and then you got Markarth as is literally the fourth quarter dlc so it was right. like right. Which was more than just literally Markarth, but it was that region that we're talking about. It, it's the, you know, it's the reach. Right, now, this also plays into
1: a historic hold called Carthald, which exists in ESO because it was during the Interregnum when uh, sections of the Northern Reach broke off because of the Reachmen oh, yes. taking so control say, of the area, yeah. and then it okay. was no longer being part of like one of the holds of the rest of Skyrim, and so Carthald was kind of this temporary hold that existed just for a, a little while in the northern part of the Reach. Right, so. which
0: is good because i thought i was totally like losing my marbles <laughs> You're like i don't <laughs> remember I was car like, why don't i remember this and then it's yeah. like oh right it was just a temporary yep
1: thing yep temporary thing during the second era during the events of eso and um there's a whole storyline that goes on along with that which is sp- Part of why you should go back, and go and play uh, Greymore, yep. which I've been streaming. So, I've been streaming this live. I was actually doing some yes, of these you regions. Have. We were just talking about that. Yeah, I was doing some of these regions earlier today and got to some of these fun quest lines with some of the Nords. So. um
0: i yeah, guess you, the word for carthold would be forgettable then <laughs> carthold
1: for, for, forgotten <laughs> 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 two eras of the world later nobody's thinking about it um yeah yeah but hey come hang out with me during the my live streams if you guys want to see some eso yeah content.
0: especially if you like the story stuff because that's more your forte yep. um yeah for i'm
1: on streaming. a quest to get through all the quests in the game i'm a, <laughs> what, a I'm, monumental quest. yes yeah, i'm uh 1016 quests into the game of 2271 totals So not even halfway done, but we'll see. I'll try to get through all of them. All right, let's move on because we have a few more. Um, There's white run, white run hold. What do you think about white
0: run? White run is just straight up the most popular, like just popularity. That's everybody knows this place. It's the first kind of place you set foot in. Um, It's the first thing you think of. It's always my home city, regardless of of like right. my playthrough or whatever i always snag breeze home the second i get a chance it's where your journey kind of starts once you leave it's the first major place you most likely will go to um and it, i again with i i guess Minimal spoilers, because I'm not going to go into it, but a lot of really important stuff takes place around Winterhold throughout the main story of around Skyrim. White Run around. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. White Run. White Run. sorry. Yeah, I get all yeah, the yeah. W names confused. I know I, 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 I if you couldn't tell. So do I.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, The thing about White Run that I find so interesting is it's a big it's a big. Hold it's a big region. White runs kind of at the center, and then it's in between all these sections of mountains, right in the middle of Skyrim. But most of that area is like giant camps, right? (laughs) Giant camps all around, yeah, and caves, and that's about it. Uh, old homesteads with ghosts and like things like that but otherwise it's just this very central location that yeah some of the time if, if you're not fast traveling you find yourself running through because it's in right. the center of it, the map because it
0: is it's your central point on the map in game um and again oftentimes you literally need to go there for varying quest reasons um yeah also it's you know they, they've got the companions there as as well so it's like there's a major guild faction you can join which is part of you know the elder scrolls 5 i i want to just say skyrim but that's weird just because we're discussing it's place, skyrim, so it's just it's the name of a Say elder a, scrolls five it's not <laughs> it's in skyrim of, 2 yet yeah we haven't made it to skyrim <laughs> 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 but um yeah that that's it's really just I can't imagine that there is any place that most people spend more time in yeah. than White Run Hold As, especially if you're going back, the back to the main city Yeah if you're going back to the city to like shop
1: or craft things or whatever. Right. It's got everything right there. It's, it's like a centralized
0: to to. hub for whatever you're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also uh, the main storyline in the main quest storyline, you come back there for some very important reasons. Yeah. In Whiterun
0: more than once. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so it, yeah, it is clearly the center and the hub of so many different things that you do in the game. All right. So uh, let's move on to Falkreath.
0: Falkreath? is uh th- this one i i had earlier i had mentioned lonely Falkreath always strikes me as very sad just because of its well-known graveyard oh um, okay that's always the thing that stuck out to me the most um it's not nearly like it almost strikes me as like a, a special more spring seasonal compared to some of the others like there, there's actually leaves on trees and stu- you know the grass isn't frozen stiff yet um, yeah i think forest it, when i think fall creep. It's very foresty. very foresty. yeah foresty. it is it's it's very foresty um but yeah the, the thing that's always stuck out to me is the graveyard from fall which is you know obviously in game world terms it's rather small looking but it's supposed to be this it's just massive graveyard so it's just like it's got this sad aura to it and it's definitely one of the less populated zones as well so it just feels like it's one of those things that it's like a lingering thing of like oh yeah there's all these fallen people here it's like (laughs) woof.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a place with a lot of history, especially by the fourth era. Um, Falkreath is also interesting because it does kind of shift over time between being a Skyrim hold and part of the Colovian estates because it butts up against the southern part or the northern part of Cyrodiil, which is tied to those like, I don't know, that it's not a lineage, but the the houses, the Colovian uh, families and all of that stuff that goes on down there. So. So that's that part of it. Okay, so let's move. We're, we're in the southern part of Skyrim. We're coming down around the left side. Let's continue mm-hmm. over back over to the east. The southeast section is the Rift. What do you think of the Rift? It's autumn. It is autumn condensed into a zone. <laughs> it's the autumn zone. <laughs> yes, it's
0: autumn zone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I always think of the Thieves Guild because of I, it's it, because it's so ingrained rifting. in that area, yeah. Um, but yeah, as somebody who lives in New England, um, it is basically our entire autumn season just as a zone. Um, it's like permanently fall there, it's you get some really unique colors and stuff like that. And as somebody who lives through that season once a year, it really captures that feeling as somebody um, who doesn't have that season ever where i live yeah it's also very engaging for okay. me to Is enjoy it, okay. it because, what I, because I don't get it here like florida ask, has like
1: summer and not
0: summer right you <laughs> that's it we get two seasons <laughs> right right so it's like they i feel they really did that very well and yet to your point of the thieves guild thing rift in itself just straight up dirty that canal it's just like it's got this grimy vibe to it what with the seedy underbelly going on it's you know you got all the corruption from the black briars over there Mm -hmm. it's just like it's got a smell under all that like that waterway they've got all those places like tucked in underneath they're basically there's no way to get that dry i mean come on
1: yeah it's probably just humid all the time
0: it's just humid under there all the time time. yeah it's humid everybody's stinky the cistern like they they literally have the the rat way and it probably just smells like
1: a toilet the whole time yeah
0: that's oh boy yeah it's just
1: gotta be stinky all right well there okay so we got the rift with rift in in it and uh yeah, there's a few other locations in there, but you, you're you all probably very familiar with these places.
0: Um, then there's Solstheim. What do you think about Solstheim? Solstheim? <laughs> this one, I don't even know how to really stay in lore necessarily, because I just think of it as an expansion all the time. Like, yeah. It always seems like an expansion. It's, well, mainly because it's always an expansion (laughs) it always
1: you have to leave the main map to go there it legitimately feels like just like going to another place
0: yeah um but like as outlander frog brought up in chats also sounds like mirak because you have the dragonborn expansion Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but it's it's this weird crossover thing where it's part morrowind part skyrim yeah and then you've got like the skull and like these other creatures that don't exist anywhere else yeah it's it's very unique um i really i like it because each of the expansions the other expansion of course being um from the elder scrolls 3 morrowind they're 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 good like they're really fun expansions like i like them but it always does seem like kind of like an addition to what's already there and that's right. kind of just all i view that place as but um it, it's it's weird because again it, it's kind of half and half like it's also mostly um like rural not
1: rural like just non-inhabited it's it's a lot yeah, of a lot, wilderness a lot of it is,
0: yeah a lot it, of it is wilderness it's just um, wilderness it's kind of on just chunks of it that it's inhabited the rest of right. it's just kind of like not wasteland but it's just like you said it's just just uninhabited so it's just you know wildlife everywhere
1: yeah or tundra when you get to the north part of it or just forested areas with maybe a few caves but still not people like reeklings in them and stuff like that. right so yeah all right a few other little minor locations and then and then one big one uh bleak rock isle bleak rock all right <laughs> This is another starter location. Zone. This is technically, I, technically, yeah, it's in Skyrim. Yeah, it is a starter it, zone for ESO.
0: It's a tiny it, it little is. island. It, it's just kind of funny that it's listed as its own specific. Yeah, thing. it's not really a
1: hold so much as
0: it's. Just that's like what a I was location. about to say. Is this a hold? I mean, it's it's an isle. Yeah. Like it's a. Solstheim little island. isn't a
1: hold either. It's just an island.
0: That's true, but it's at least big enough that I could see it classified as like comparable bleak rock island is this nubby little island (laughs) it's nubby you you could basically say bleak rock is like an addendum to solstheim and it would be acceptable to me because it's like "Eh, it's just kind of there it's just one of these little offshoot islands type of deal right um but yeah it's it's very small it's it feels kind of like they're just trying to make an outpost there because that's honestly really all that's kind of there there's there's like some crypts and that but for yeah. the most part it's just sort of this yeah. just like small little outpost of some people for the Ebonheart Pact uh, during the time of ESO and that's kind of the extent that it's there it's a training island to kind of show you the ropes of the game <laughs> right right with
1: a few little places to go and a funny, right. funny little story about this a little guy in a cave that has a funny voice and you'll have to go play it um, yeah uh, what, about, what about ice reach this is another little minor location.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that's a very minor location. Okay, yep. so yep. Uh, it's a really fun dungeon because that's all it is <laughs> all it that is. we've seen in game. Um, yeah, it is a fun dungeon. Uh, I guess if you enjoy the dungeons in Elder Scrolls Online, Ice Reach is a rather fun one. The visuals are cool. Like
1: it's got this really kind of,
0: I mean, it's all very Nordic, but
1: uh, the li- the yeah, lighting and the snow and the way the buildings look like
0: yeah i yeah. i that yeah. one seems highly suspect yeah it's it's not a, it's one. not a hold it is not a hold it's it is a location a
1: it is a minor island that we have been to so
0: it is on the yeah. list all right i guess it just felt that it was it should be in which i, I you know it is part of skyrim so sure like toss yeah. it on right but like yeah it's kind of funny <laughs> all right so one more black reach Black which Reach. is a
1: huge expansive zone underneath skyrim yes and we don't need to go in super detail here because we may want to do another episode
0: just we on should black probably Reach. do an episode on black Reach because it started as a dungeon well it's it's basically a giant cave network underneath skyrim um but and was expanded on in ESO because That's originally
1: we thought it was only under the eastern part of Skyrim but it turns right. out that parts of it
0: are actually underneath the western part of Skyrim as well right um so, so it's bigger than it's, we thought it's bigger than we thought um and it's also just like it's got so many hidden little neat things down there and that dragon and a dragon somehow got uh, underground and got crimson nurnroot root uh <laughs> and crimson nurnroot, root yeah um but no like the idea of uh black reach itself whether you want to just talk about the skyrim version from, if you want to just talk about the elder scrolls 5 skyrim version or whether you want to talk about <laughs> it as a whole including elder scrolls online um it's it's pretty neat because it's just like it's, it's honestly it's daunting because mm-hmm. it is so big it's dark down there and when you first go down there there's tons of entrances and exits so when you almost everybody when you go down there you start exploring around like you would anywhere and it just keeps going yeah you it think just, it's like a going. little like a little cave or something at first right. you're like oh and this it is just another expands cave expands more and more and
1: then you get lost down there and you're like this is not just a cave. <laughs> this yeah, this, huge. Is, this is a this is a world under my world. What's happening? Right. Which is amazing. It's amazing that they included that. Also, Rob points out that there's a big castle. So on the western side of Blackreach, yes. there's a big, gigantic vampire castle underneath the ground. Um, yep. So there's there's some really cool stuff down in Blackreach. So,
0: yes, the the expansion of Blackreach made it a little more of like a mining town. uh in eso which Mm -hmm. is kind of neat because it's all obviously another portion of black reach from the part you find in the elder scrolls 5 uh it's also much prior back in the timeline so it's actively being like borrowed into to mine and discover stuff and like it's literally got like underground encampments it's it's pretty cool yeah yeah it is cool i like the way they fleshed it out in elder Scrolls online actually quite a bit yeah and the lighting it is just
1: the lighting's awesome down there yeah the glowy mushrooms and all that stuff yeah um yeah very very cool zone definitely worth checking out well tell you what we're going to take a break we're going to go thank our patrons and we will be back to discuss more about skyrim so don't go anywhere
0: this is a miss dragon boy And you are educating yourself to the Elder Scrolls
1: lore cast. All right. So here we are in the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our patrons for being awesome and helping to support the show. And I have to shout out some new patrons, Jordan H and Glenn, just Glenn, no last name, just Glenn. Thank you to both of you for supporting us. And if you are interested in joining the Patreon like they did, you can go to patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast and check out all the different stuff you can get, ad free episodes and joining us on Patreon chats and t-shirts and stickers and all sorts of things. So go check that out. Also, we have to thank our Daedric Princes, Jacob K, Kira C, and Noodle Al Dente, our Daedric Prince tier patrons, because they get shout outs every week. And just thank you to all 117 of you currently who are supporting this show. So thank you so very, very much. Um, also, if you would like to help support the show in other ways, leaving a five star rating on Apple podcast with some words would be awesome. We'll read that out on a future episode of the show. Also, if you rate the show on Spotify, if that's a place where you listen or whatever other podcast you listen to that's a great way to support the show as well and you can even comment on the episodes and tell us what things you liked about the episodes and i've just recently went through like the last week of stuff that came in for the most recent episodes and those are now visible so if you scroll through you can see what other people wrote um so thank you to everybody for your support all of that helps uh, amazingly and uh one other announcement we have coming up next week on this show a very special guest because we were able to, uh, yeah, had some conversations I pulled some, pulled some through strings. And, um, actually, it wasn't hard at all. I just talked to the no, people they're very accommodating. Sauce. <laughs> Thank you
0: to Gina. It sounds like we do actual like effort. <laughs> no, like, I just hey, had to reach you out. Join us. And it's like, we'd love to. It's like, perfect. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, can we make this happen? Yeah, sure. Here, what do you want to do? Okay, this cool. Yeah. So we're going to have Zanki on the show with us next week. Yes. Live. Elder Scrolls Lore Master. Elder Scrolls Lore Master live on the show next week. So today is the fourth as we record this. This would be on the 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And if you live in a different time zone, because there's lots of them, then just Google it. You'll figure it out. Uh, I I trust you know how to use the Internet. Uh, But come join us for the live show. Yeah. Come, come join us for the live show. And yeah. if you miss it live, don't worry, it'll be up everywhere and you'll be able to hear. It. Of course. But we have some very cool questions for him about yep. Hermes Mora and Necrom and the Dunmer and maybe another funny question we've got there at the end. So um, so come join us. for that. We're
0: always very serious.
1: Tom, what are you talking about? Very serious, very serious <laughs> all the time. Very serious show. So that's coming up. And uh, we got more show to do. So don't go anywhere.
0: You're listening to the Elder Scrolls lore Cast dear child of cities. That is why the Night Mother loves you.
1: All right, so we're back. And normally on these episodes, we talk about things like the architecture and the flora and fauna. And I think we're still going to hit up on these things. But there really isn't a whole lot to say about the architecture when everybody has been there. And the entire zone is designed around Northern Europe
0: yes <laughs> very much so think vikings think northern europe congratulations you have found skyrim you have found skyrim world. right yeah
1: like hatch roof buildings made out of wood and stone castles <laughs> like congratulations they're skyrim um it's not a yeah, secret exactly. where the influence comes for for this zone uh, no. architecture. As
0: weird as it gets really is when we discuss like Markarth or talk about Blackreach where it's just like you have the Dwemer influence. So it's a little bit steampunky, but it's just mixed into all of the. Normal stuff. It's not even completely separate. It's just combined with it.
1: It's so. like underneath, and then they built other stuff on top of it. In the Nordic yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. and there's even a little bit of alien stuff still in this region. There, there,
0: there's bits. Yeah, I was gonna say mm-hmm. they're kind of always. It's kind of the way that there's a little bit of Dwemer kind of scattered about. Mm-hmm. You always get a little bit of aliens scattered about too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's the architecture. Not a whole lot to say with that. Um, but here, let's talk about the flora and the fauna. So flora wise, again, it's very northern Europe. We've got pine really forests. Is. We've got you know the, the one thing that is notable here that I find interesting is the amount of mushrooms. We get lots of mushrooms, even though they're not yeah. like the giant mushrooms, they're still like they're
0: in caves. They're all over the place. Right. Um, Especially you get the the bioluminescent ones underneath the area, which is even more notable um, because those ones, unlike you had mentioned, they're a little more normalized above ground. In in caves and stuff like that. Once you get into Blackreach, it definitely mimics much more of what you see in Vardenfell and in the Morrowind region, where they're enormous, they're super overgrown, like they're you can basically build houses on them. Except these ones kind of glow, fun colors. Right? Yeah, it is a little bit of Vardenfell
1: underneath Skyrim, which is. Kind of fun. Um, And then this is interesting. The UESP notes tundra cotton being a very specific kind of thing that is found in this area, which is used for making potions, but also many of the fabrics used for clothing for for the people of Skyrim. So they actually have their own type of cotton. And when you think of cotton, you don't think of northern frozen forms of
0: the no of the plant it's actually quite the opposite in in real life <laughs> right right you
1: think of like the american south and all the cotton right. farms and all of that um but no there's tundra cotton cotton which is very specific to this area um, so moving on to fauna we're all again very familiar with many of the different things running around horkers Ice wolves, a lot bears, of horkers, lot of horkers uh, slaughter <laughs> fish. A great
0: creature, by the way,
1: <laughs> I feel like the only fish you ever see are. I mean, I guess there's the tiny little fish that are like these. They're not. I mean, it's almost like they're just a texture in the water. They're not even. Yeah, I much mean, of anything. you can. Um,
0: I mean, other than the joke that they added fishing to um, The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, Like you said, there's always Slaughterfish, but Slaughterfish are like the most well-known from the series. They've actually been around pretty much since the start. Um, And they're horrible so I think it's just they're more <laughs> they memorable are. but yeah they the always time, come and like, try to eat you when you swim across the right. river yeah but there are totally actually like there are normal fish there thing. are there, there are because some, a lot of them are alchemy ingredients right, um, you, can you, right. Can, you, you can go fishing food right you can go fishing and prior to them adding fishing with the anniversary edition um, if you were quick enough you could shoot them with a bow and arrow or you could grab them when they were going like it was one of my favorite things to do which is bizarre uh, but these games are about embracing the bazaar, I suppose, (laughs) when you would find that the fish would actually be, like, going upstream. So, like, when there would be... Uh, you know, some like rapids or stuff in rivers, you could see them like hopping up, and like you could salmon. snag them. Yeah. yeah, you could literally grab the salmon, uh which was kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, you're right. There are other fish. It's just the only there ones are, I ever, just, the only ones I ever feel like I care about are the slaughter fish because well, they are trying the to. The salmon eat you. is
0: just living its life, right. whereas the slaughter fish is like, I'm going to prevent you from fast traveling by gently nibbling your ankle. I'm going to bite your like, butt. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, well, you're question. just being a douche. Stop it, Slaughterfish. Yes. <laughs> just it. want a fast <laughs> Stop it.
1: Um, we also end up with, like, I don't know, uh, these weird magic-y and, and more unique kind of... Obviously, there's dragons. We don't need to talk about dragons, but...
0: E- yeah, those aren't even uh, necessarily unique to the regions. They were... The region, they're just very well known because it involved the main plot of the Elder Scrolls 5. Right, exactly. And there are a lot of dragon mounds and stuff like that where they there were... Deceased ones buried. Yeah, but then we have like spriggans
1: and hagravens and wisp yep. mothers. All of these more like mysterious and magical kinds of creatures or peoples yeah. that aren't really peoples, but are are peoples, um, people peoples. And then, of course, draugr living under. Yeah, draugr places.
0: incredibly common in the crypts, uh, as well as um the dragon priests are very common as well strongly tied into the dragger, who are usually taking care of them mm-hmm. in and amongst all of the crips yep. um
1: yeah yeah so there's a lot of that that stuff um and other magic creatures and things too but uh that's for the most part that's that's the fauna that are worth mentioning um yeah the you-
0: rest are very generic like you would find in like <laughs> Rabbits or yeah,
1: rabbits, deer. Like none of those little are fox that runs on the side of the road. Correct. Like yeah. they're yeah, they're not so much notable. Right, right. uh Nate Perkipile who worked, for, who
0: I, has been on the show, or at least on the no, Fallout he show. Was the Fallout lorecast, he was on the I Fallout He was on the Fallout show. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I remember that interview, but it was yeah. not on an interview on a show that I was on. I'm pretty sure it was when I was listening to you on Fallout lorecast Yeah, go go look that up on the Fallout Lorecast. Nate Percupine, uh
1: has worked for. Bethesda for many years, worked on Skyrim and Fallout 4 and a number of other projects. Um, Left a few years ago to create his own game, which is going to be awesome. Um, But he mentioned, I noticed this on Twitter the other day, somebody had posted a dragon mask, a dragon, um, one of their dragon priest masks. And he always has these fun little anecdotes, like that was not originally in the scope of the game. That was something one of the designers just did on their own and just put in the game. Which is amazing. And there's a lot of that kind of stuff. He talks about stories about the the things the designers were doing, like working overtime because it was such a passion project back then. And so like uh, uh, werewolves, werewolves weren't originally going to be in the game the way they are now. And one of the designers just took it upon themselves to say, okay, I'm gonna make this work and then created werewolves that you transform into and are huge and big and scary. Originally they were going to be like regular models with like wolf faces or something. And it was going to be super silly looking, but the designer just went above and beyond and made it an awesome thing. So these kinds of things happened a lot during the design of Skyrim, which is part of what makes it such a special game. So, um, interesting.
0: Um, one thing that actually is kind of, kind of one thing that uh, Rob brought up before we get past, uh, some of the, uh, fauna, it, it's kind of worth noting specifically, and I'm glad he brought that up because I didn't really think of it at first, was uh, when you go to the Vale, which is more of an isolated section uh, for quest stuff, um, it's actually more unique where it it's very reminiscent of what you would find down in Blackreach, except above ground. Mm -hmm. um so it's some of it kind of i guess leaked for lack of a better word into the overworld and it's very unique to just that area but some of the stuff we had talked about with kind of like the mushrooms and stuff like that but then you know some of the creatures that you've got um that they're they're above ground and actually to that point one thing that we didn't specifically mention uh, mainly because it's i guess it's <laughs> it's what I, I guess you would qualify it the, they, they they used to be snow elves but oh, the falmer the falmer yeah they're pretty well known for being skyrim like yeah. that's a very skyrim type of enemy it's true and we did an so episode we did a on this to not mention that
1: yeah and how sad they are and how creepy they are for the people living right, we had, out right you know an episode areas. on
0: all of that but it yeah just kind of maybe worth noting that absolutely it's like, yeah um and that all these just the, the end of the show is apparently all of the things that I want to make sure we mentioned, I guess go for it. Piled. Yeah. I mean, we're, so, we're
1: at the end. So anything it, else you want to know? So
0: like we've covered the main stuff, but this is actually, I was, uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to just confirm before I, I threw this out here. Um, Jonah Loeb, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. I've actually never heard him pronounce his name himself. I've only ever read it, mm-hmm. but he was actually one of the artists, um, for, elder scrolls five uh i chatted with him on twitter a decent amount i actually won one of his giveaways before i was involved with any of this Um, uh that's awesome and he he did a custom print for me which i actually have in a frame like over the side of my room so i can't like show it but um he's a fantastic artist and um the giant in skyrim is actually a version of what his father looked like. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. He he it's modified. And he he's made it well known before. So look up Jonah Loeb on like Twitter or just Google him. He's not hard to find. But um he's he's some of his artwork is really, really cool. And some of the like little tidbits, like what the armor says, like in dragon script and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's like, oh, that's just my name. Like, <laughs> So it's like, so <laughs> it's fun The Easter eggs like that. I don't know for a fact if that specifically was what, I just know that that means something, but I do know that he he had it like uh the idea for the giant was based on like, oh yeah, my father was really tall. You know what? We'll just modify this and we'll make, so it's, it's just, It's a more fascinating little Easter eggs type of thing. So, yeah, definitely check out Jonah Loeb. Some of his artistic stuff from The Elder Scrolls V is is pretty unique.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a really cool story. Well, thanks for, for sharing that. That's that's great. Yeah, I think yeah, we're, yeah,
0: it, 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 it I think we're at the end. I thought about that.
1: Yeah, we're at the end of the zone. My dogs are coming over to, to check on me, which means uh, they they want some attention. <laughs> but it's time to wrap this up. Um, so that's for the most part Skyrim. Obviously, there are more details about Skyrim that we could delve deeper into and we'll have to hold those for another episode. Lotus, sure. what else do you have going on?
0: um as of late um i've been slowly putting up the adventures of my let's play through the elder scrolls 2 Daggerfall. uh i got a decent amount of playtime over the past like week or so and then i've been trying to cut them up into more watchable things for youtube uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's been that's been fun to get back to that now that travel has kind of ceased for the time being um that game is real ahead of its time in a lot of regards, uh-huh. uh, and real the frustration of its time factor on procedural generation is a nightmare. Oof, yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, we've got an episode of Tales for this weekend. Uh, we'll be announcing we've got a brand new guest, which we'll be sh- shouting out on Twitter, but it's uh, excited to have them join us uh this weekend and um yeah that's pretty much it just kind of esoing and all that good stuff awesome yeah and me too so this
1: we stream this i didn't mention this earlier twitchtv slash robots radio is where we live stream this so if you want to join us next week to talk to zanke the lore master for eso then come over there that's that's where we do it also that's where i will be playing games like eso and getting through some of the quests and stuff so if you want to hang out with me the reason i do this is not because i'm going to be some big streamer ever it's never going to happen like it, it is all for the community we've talked about this before the vast majority of our listenership is on other platforms but it's fun to have this as a live thing for those of you who are able to come join us and want to, want to chime in. Also, it's part of why I like to stream games. I'm sure it's why Lotus does too. Like we're both Mm -hmm. not going to become big streamers, but it's so cool to be able to just chill out, play some games and chat with the community. And so, um, if you have any questions, want to, want to talk about lore or whatever, or podcasting, just come on over and hang out. So those gameplay stuff will be at random times. So follow the channel, Keep an eye out, turn on notifications maybe, and then you can join us. Also, I've got a bunch of shows at RobotsRadio.net, and then we have a bunch of shows from both me and Lotus and then a bunch of other hosts as well. So go check that stuff out. And uh, we'll be back next week with a really awesome episode. So I hope you are all excited about that. And we'll see you next time. So stay safe out there and spend some time wandering around Skyrim again. It's an awesome game. All right, we'll see you all later. Bye, everybody thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on Twitter at robots underscore radio or Lotus of Doom at Lotus of Doom. Also you can join us on the Robots Radio Discord channel. You can easily just search Robots Radio Discord on Google or check the description underneath the podcast. Also this podcast is recorded live every week on Thursday nights 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on the Robots Radio channels on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. So just search Robots Radio on any of those platforms. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you while we record the show, or before or after. Either way, just come hang out with us. And if you're looking for more information about my shows and the shows on the Robots Radio network, go to robotsradio.net for all the information about all the shows on the network, including the Robots Radio Rocket Club, where I help both new and existing podcasters to grow their shows Build their audiences and create The best podcast they possibly can All of that at robotsradio.net We'll see you next time